Kilda. Welcome to Rev Talk, the Minati Podcast. I'm Rev Chris. I'm Rev Mike. And I'm Rev Zane. What's going what on? What happens? I have no idea. It feels so crazy to say that. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, finally. Uh, so as um, some of you out there may know, uh, this past weekend on Saturday, our dear brother Zane mm-hmm. became our dear Reverend Zane, was yeah. ordained to the diaconate. Wow, what a glorious day and beautiful day that was. Yeah? Magnificent, yeah. So what are you now? Hmm? A deacon? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Asked and answered. Objection? <laughs> Sustained. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? What? What does it mean? <laughs> Bro, I feel like, is it, did ordination remove your brain? No, sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't hear your question. Is <laughs> my um, headphones turned up or something? <laughs> I'm pretty confident that they're on. Oh, okay. What was your question, sorry? What are you now? Yes, well, fine. I was ordained to a diaconate on Saturday by Archbishop Don. And um, yeah, I have to say. A- and? And? There were two sets of hands on your head. Bro. Oh, and by Bishop Waitoki Arihi Kwayo nice. from Zika. Nice. nice. And so, yeah, so it was just the most um, wonderful day. Um, yeah, I have to say it's been a day that I've been looking forward to for so long. And I think um, after it happened, I was telling um, Chris and Michael here that um, it just feels so unreal. Like it's like <laughs> you can't actually believe that you had been ordained because it's always been something that's like three years away, two years away, you know. Yeah. Something that's continuously in the future. So now that the day finally arrived, I don't know. Feels real strange, but it definitely feels like you've been touched by heaven. Whoa. Yeah. What does that feel Is like? It? A thunderbolt to the heart? <laughs> sort someone of. once put it? <laughs> or like a little like a dove resting on your heart. On your heart? So your heart's out of your body, or the doves inside you. Yeah, metaphorically. <laughs> it sounds quite horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Kapai, bro. So, it wasn't just you, though, eh? No, that's right. I was um, joined by our dear sister, Ruihana Painga, who was mm-hmm. also ordained a deacon, and also um, Reverend Hone Kaiwai and mm-hmm. Reverend Chance mm-hmm. um, from Wairo. He's the youth commissioner. He yeah, also got ordained, and our Koka Harata Bennett also mm-hmm. got ordained to the priesthood. So it was a wonderful cohort. Awesome day, eh? Awesome day of celebration down yeah. there in Wairo. It... Um, where do we have to eat St. Paul's? Yes, yeah, St. Paul's in Wairo. And I have to say, that was actually such a beautiful church. Awesome. You know, it's a church that um, we always drive by. Mm. And I've got to say, first time going inside, it was actually a really amazing space. <laughs> first time at the church is when you get ordained. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was my first time before our rehearsal. And I have to say, I was like, whoa, what a beautiful space this is. No wonder you guys chose it. Yeah, so we um, we were on retreat for a few days beforehand, eh? Yeah. That's it's just right. a bit of a wanang, all right? Yeah, and just to um, prepare ourselves in the lead up to that wonderful magical day um we went to mahia and mm. which was a fantastic place and yep. yeah Beautiful. ken and chris and um then mike took us um here for some amazing yeah amazing days of reflection and just you know reflecting and being in one on what it means to be called what it means to be called to be a deacon and a priest so yeah so it was a really wonderful time mahia is one of those places because it's like at the turn off uh at Nuhaka. We always turn right, because hey, yep. we always going to Hawke's Bay or somewhere like that. Yeah. So we never actually get out to Mahia much. But it was real beautiful weather out there, eh? And, like, the yeah. whare that we um, booked through, like, Bukabetch or whatever, and was sort of set up on a hill. And it yep. was just a real nice setting, eh? Out on the deck for a couple it of days. Such a be- it definitely was the most what, most perfect retreat centre yeah. to have in Mahia. And, and shout out to the, uh, what, can you remember what that Sunset, um, place Sunset Point? Sunset something. It's the only game in town, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a, a bistro in town. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll bistro. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll call it a bistro. They play rugby and there's also slot machines, so... That's yeah. right. You can j- connect those dots. But yeah, beautiful kai there, lovely beautiful. people. And um, Zane was freaking out because um, he's a bit of a globe trotter, old Zane. And so he's been missing America and then you heard accents. Unbelievable, Fano. If that's right, um, yeah, we've been missing America, I think. Have we all? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and... And I've got to say, if you want to go to California here in New Zealand, you go to Mahia. Because <laughs> we went into that restaurant place, and all I could hear was American accents all around. I said, I thought to myself, Hika, where am I, California? Yeah. And, and But next minute, I looked around, and of course, they've got the rocket lab out there where they put rockets mm. into space. Wow. And um, I looked around, <laughs> and there were all the Americans wearing their rocket lab um, yeah. t-shirts and stuff, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I didn't realise. So do they employ, is this the, the line we're drawing, they employ? A few, quite a few Americans I think so yeah Yeah 
And yeah. then there also uh, some other international people with Rocket Lab yeah. shirts as well. So they must have been here over lockdown. It's quite a big crew. Right? I assume it's an industry that maybe you can't fully supply in New Zealand. Different kind of expertise yeah. and experience, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, well, that was just interesting in itself. Eh? Being then, because we've been kind of our borders have been closed down for so long, and kind of what's going on internationally with the with COVID and stuff. Yeah, not not having a lot of even like tourists just rolling, and you're generally aware of them. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, you drop into a spot, and I think the first night we went there was mainly Americans. Americans, yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I wonder if um, a lot of those small because Mahi is um, it's a holiday destination. Mm. Eh? Yeah, they they reckon that like the population as well is like twenty thousand over wow. summer, uh, over summer, which is yeah. phenomenal because they don't have any shops apart from a couple of like, <laughs> dairies. <laughs> so twenty thousand people so they must, in the small well, but beach. yeah, they must pump in those times. But at the moment, yeah, probably struggling a little. Yeah, bit. And it yeah. Was beautiful for a couple of days, and then that last night, eh? Wow, the heavens yep. opened up. Did it rain hard on you? Were you followers? Well? Um, I actually didn't notice. I was <laughs> like, there was like a legit sink. storm. Was it was there really storm, gale yeah. force, sort of. Wow. Well, we weren't we winds were gusting. We had such beautiful accommodation. We just the outside world was just unknowing. You just let that our, sound rock you to sleep. Ours was okay. Yeah, it was alright. We had but a weird we had shower, shower that yeah. was either extremely cold yeah. or oh, extremely yeah. hot. Oh. And you'd yeah. spend like you'd, you'd spend longer than your actual shower trying yeah. to get the right sweet spot. Yeah. And you get it to a certain point, and then you just be tapping, 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 and then you go, yep. and that's me. Oh, it's too far, too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it was, it was awesome. Our retreat, awesome coordination, I must say. Um, the church was packed, not even standing room, really. Wow. People were outside. Shocker. And then over to Tai Hormarai yep. um, for our hakari. Beautiful, beautiful kai, too, eh? Plenty of kai, eh? Oh, yeah, nui te kai. Lots. And your whānau joined us too, eh? Yes, yep, that's where I had some whānau come over from Tūwhareetua, and I also had some of my kahanunu whānau come up. Mm. And um, also uh, my new whānau here in Gisman from Holy Trinity came through. That was nice. Yeah, that yeah, was which lovely. Was yeah, nice. presented you with a bit of a whakaaro. Yeah, but I have yeah. to say that was one of the most amazing things was, um, you know, seeing all the different whānau and supporters from the five mm. candidates mm. to come and support. And it was just such an amazing blend of love yeah, it was a really joyful atmosphere. I was speaking to Fire Kidder this morning, and she said she came up to me and she said, Zane, we were having a big, huge party in the Lady Chapel. And I was like, well, oh, yeah. I know. They, they, were, they were having a revival. They were having a revival. There was someone on the piano, and then old oh, Jimmy Green leading them all. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's like the, the Pied Piper, that fella. Yep. Oh, he is. <laughs> yeah. So it was just the all around wonderful, magical day. Yeah. And we, we also managed to um, mihi to our, our mate, didn't he? Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, to launch his book officially, yeah, yeah. the bishop prayed for it, um, and he sold out. He sort of like he sold out. Yeah, generally speaking, it's quite harsh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sold out of books on the day, and yeah. I, I had like a, a certain story of you know um, from the gospels when Hidney was up preaching. Yeah. And he unplugged his book. Yeah. You can buy it at the back of the church. Yes. Right yeah. here. And he came down after and he was like, you know, I feel real weird that they're selling my book. Because <laughs> the original plan was to be in the Fari Kaya. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. And then, um, but they were like, oh, no, 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 there's not enough space in there. People are roaming up. You can yep. move into the back of the church. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, man, I feel uneasy. Money, money changes yeah, in yeah. the temple. Hocking my wheels <laughs> at the back it of the church. It was a good cape up of that. But was. no, it, was, and it felt natural and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And, and the people, and everyone loved it. Like yeah. they wanted it, They wanted to get their hands on copies, multiple copies. All the copies that. Yeah, every, all that out. they brought there yeah. that was sold out. No, that was yeah. good. So I think for a lot of those people who were there, they couldn't really get their heads around buying a book online. Because <laughs> a few people who were there were people yeah. I've seen yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, like yeah. Facebook ask, how can I get a copy? Yeah. Yeah. And he like sends them the well, link. I'll, look, I'll just give you the money. <laughs> give me a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, it was awesome to celebrate with him. And he had Pia there with him as well, Yeah, uh, his cool. wife. So it was, it was oh yeah, a day of like real special day of celebration. And, and Zane's nanny at the end? Um, no, blessing the oh book. Oh, yeah. They're Actually, doing a little kōrero, and she kind of shouts out, Kōtito kōrero. <laughs> oh. Get to hear kaya hai. Translated. I hear te tēnā. Translated means, have you guys finished speaking? I'm hungry. For those <laughs> oh. non maori speakers. Oh. She's got very hoa towards the end. Kei te karakia tonu. But she's not my nan. I think she was one of chances. She's all our nan. Yeah, but she is. We love her. Your nan was there. My nan was there. Putting in her tonos. Yeah, yeah. She was there. <laughs> Come by, a real awesome day down there uh, at Wairo, um and hosted really well by um, Te Rohio or Kaungunu Kite Um They did themselves proud as well. So we look forward uh, to our next ordinations, which will be Wednesday. Next year. Next year. <laughs> Same time. 2021, either the last 
Saturday mm-hmm. in November or the 1st in December. Ooh, and something who knows, to look forward to. You might be getting ordained or you might not. Yes, that's right, No, Well, for our main segment, we thought it was just natural to flow into discussing, you know, what is this thing of ordination? What happens mm. during the service? What does it all mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we, well, we had some wonderful discussions. Ken and Chris and then Michael led us with some wonderful discussions on such things such as ontological change, which occurs during ordination. <laughs> I know lots of our listeners will be like, what on earth is that? Mm. But um, yeah, so I thought for our uh, main segment today, we can discuss some of those things. You know, Kapai. what the actual mean? Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. The big question that people might have out there who aren't familiar with uh, what we do as a church is why? Why get ordained? Yeah. Like what's what's the reason? Why do you have to get ordained? Mm. Nothing's changed about you, or so you, you could just get given like questions. okay, you're you're a minister now. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. a deacon now. You're a priest now. Yeah, yeah. go and do the mahi. Mm. Mm. So why? Yeah, well, why do we get ordained final? Well, I think, um, well, first of all, um, we have three different um, holy orders in the church. We have deacons, which is what I was ordained into. They're like the servants of the church, mm-hmm. the outward-facing um, people who go out into the community and serve Christ, be Christ's hands and feet out, you know, oh. out in the world. And then we have the Holy Order of the Priests, which um, Ken and Chris and Venerable Michael are, and they are the ones who preside over our services, who lead our church. Yeah, they're our, any other words? Describe them? Sacramental ministers. Sacramental amazing. ministers. Yeah, awesome. They're amazing and very holy. Um, they oh, administer okay. our chief sacraments, such <laughs> as the Eucharist, and yeah. And so they preside over all that. And then also our third one is the bishops, and the bishops are the overseers. And um, yeah, they pretty much... Um, yeah, oversee the church and... I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that it's all just about function? No. Well, Ken and Chris, you know what? Um, that is actually something we discussed in our retreat, wasn't it? You know, whether or not these holy orders are about function or about... Ontology. Ontology, which is a state of being. It is. Yeah. You look like you're like... Well, there's a, which is a state of being. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Kawaii. Yeah, so so the question that we, one of the questions we were kicking around, eh, mm-hmm. and we think one of the questions that a lot of people might have, is if if you're ordained like you to be a servant for the church, if mm-hmm. I'm ordained to be a priest to preside at the sacraments of the mm-hmm. church, if a bishop's ordained to be a bishop to oversee the church, mm. then surely it's all just about what you do. But the thing that we understand eh, uh, as a church that is sacramental mm. is that... Um, the sacraments do something to us, yeah. all of them. They might be in a slightly different way, but they each have an impact on who we are, on how we live our lives. But even more than that, they impact on the very fibre of our being. Yeah. And so it's not just about um, function, but it's about identity. Yeah. Not just what you do, but who you are. Yeah. And so. And how you be. And <laughs> could have, could have puffed me. <laughs> <laughs> how you are. Yeah. So, so that's I think. That sort of starts to answer the question as to why we bother having these this threefold orders in yeah. our church, and why we put such an emphasis on on being ordained because it's about um, your being as much as as it's about um, your doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that we call uh, ontological change. And like uh, Rev Zane just said before, ontological change really just means like ontology is just who what you are. State of being. Yep. And so we believe. That when you encounter a sacrament such as ordination, mm. um, you're you're changed, yeah. And the one and the change that ordination places on on your spirit mm-hmm. um, is indelible and lasts forever. Yeah. And so you maintain the character of that um, that change for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Which is a pretty like it can be depending how you go with it. It can be a real like rabbit hole thing to think about, yeah. Yeah. or it can be something that's just sort of sits and makes sense um, in your head. Yeah. yeah, and then it's that change, one of our retreatants said, yeah. that empowers your function. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I have to say, um, this was one of our um, main things we were discussing during our retreat, a question that was posed to us. And um, yeah, it was, some, it was really a wonderful thing to think about because you're right, unless you're actually stopping and actually spending some time in deep reflection on it, it's something that you don't often think about. And so, yeah, like Ken and Chris was saying, one thing that we came, and I forgot what Chance's exact words were, but he came up with an awesome um, sentence. An ontological transformation that, is it enables? Did he say enables? Yeah. 
yeah. empowers empowers an ordained function yeah. yeah or ministerial purpose yeah ordained purpose yeah function so basically um what we function so yeah <laughs> so basically what we're saying is that we are we do what we are and we are what we do mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah. yeah so it's not a question of is it one or the other yeah and it's not even a question of which one comes first really but it's um it's both end mm. Mm. um so there is function but there's also state of being yeah it's a pretty interesting thing to ever talk about because we don't, I don't think we stop to think about that enough. Yeah. But in saying that, I also think that Māori sort of abide with that a bit more because we, because of the emphasis we place on whakapapa. Yeah. So we don't view ourselves as just this thing that lives in the material world, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. We, we understand there's more to yeah, us way to it. that mm. we are the, the confluence and, and the sum total of everything that's gone before yeah. us. I mean, I think that's partly why there's pushback around like, you know how it used to be fancy or like used to be in vogue to say like, oh, you are half cast, or I'm a quarter of this, I'm a yeah. quarter of that, I'm half that. I think that's why there's a lot of pushback around that, eh? because, you know, as much as you're Zane Whelan, yeah. um, you're not half Irish and mm-hmm. half Māori, mm-hmm. you're 100% Irish, yeah. you're 100% Māori. You yeah. It's um yeah. The maths doesn't work, the but the reality of does. The resides mm. in you. Mm. Yeah, which mm. is a pretty cool thing. And, and we're saying the same is true with ordination. So you're the, the indelible mark that ordination leaves on you that change changes your ontology mm. on your you know ontological that's, that's a, changes and that's another part of your whakapapa now yeah. through the kind of laying on of hands mm. through the bishop and and through the bishop that means michael's your spiritual uncle i think mm. definitely too like being maori like, like you're saying eh, like just continue with that vocado like we understand that being um being and doing kind of go together. Mm. One kind of shapes and informs and yep. all of those things. And like you said too, a being um, is about kind of, we understand that our being is bigger than us. Yep. So, you know, we take into account a no, yep. no whiakwe, mm. um, your whakapapa, your maunga, your awa, mm. all of those kind of even environmental and, you know, the... Um, the tau kōrero, the kōrero pūrāko, yep. all the things that shape you and make you who you are mm. um, and that you're able to draw on um, also kind of uh, affect and drive and all of those things, what you do, eh? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just reflecting too, like that, so the, the idea of an ontological vocation. Yeah. And we're kind of saying too, though, eh, that there is function and there is being, mm. um, being and doing. But I think a lot of people could probably access that whakaaro, eh? Yeah. Like, you know, you can have kind of a mahi that you do, but also kind of, um, you know, understand that may in such a way that it isn't purely mm. function, that it isn't just something that I do. Yeah. But in some ways that, you know, in this role, whatever kind of calling it is, or even just the kind of person I am in this role, yeah, is about your being as well too. mm so, you know, I don't think that's, it's not sort of, um, it's not, uh, I want to say, peculiar to, or, you know, only kind of reserved for mm. what we're discussing in terms of ordination, deacons, priests, and bishops. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everyone can have a sort of an ontological vocation. Yeah. Um, what we're kind of pointing to here is you know, um, that the fact that we go through ritual and ceremony and karakia yeah. uh, in a way... Uh, for that kind of that moment eh, that we mm. say uh, this is happening yeah. um, for us in the hai. But a lot of people can feel like, you know, they're called in that way eh? mm. Mm. and be shaped in that way and have, you know, my mahi is as much about who I am yeah. and my being in this space. Um, and all of those things kind of work together. One of the, One of the interesting kind of little queries for me though like even in that I know it was like being is doing and doing is being yeah. and they flow together but I was saying at the retreat eh, like if, if tomorrow mm-hmm. I couldn't perform a priestly function yeah. for the rest of my life that, that I find that like I would struggle with being a priest yeah you know I, I imagine like I would arrive somewhere with it yeah um, but I would find that very challenging if yeah. I couldn't express um that being, eh? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or kind of continue to enter into that um, that relationship 
between those things, between you know who I am and mm-hmm. how how I am in this uh, in this space and what I do. Mm. If all of a sudden that was taken away, there's probably a lot of things to say there about how we view a lot of things. Eh? I think if we if we delve delve into that wānanga, we do actually find some good quarter away. Yeah, like there could be good reasons I can't perform as a priest for the rest of my life. Mm. You know, not in in a major way, uh, but a lot of us get caught in that, eh? And and yeah. it sort of it gets us to question, um, kind of how we value and how we see others. Yeah. Um, your your worth and um, um, your kind of yeah, you know, how would you say how I respect you as a as a person and um, kind of your kind of wholeness and wellness. Um, you know, I think we do tie a lot sometimes and too much to mm. just you know what is your output? Yeah, what can you do as opposed to who you are? Mm. Um, and your value and, and kind of baseline value mm. uh, that comes with that and respecting that and what does it mean, you know, for you for however you can function yeah, um, in that space. So, you know, it's all good stuff for, for reflection and I think the perfect kind of question really, eh? Definitely. Getting you to consider being and doing yeah, mm. and how those things work together. And it's actually, you know, we kind of said at the start, it's not about one or the other, right? Eh? Um, really, um, the the two kind of work together somehow. Yeah, and it's a good thing to reflect on. Yeah, the only, the only last thing I sort of thought about too is is that even in being, it's it's not. So, you know, even if you just went with you know, ontologically, this is about being. Yeah. Um, I think even with being, and and if we think about this in terms of our Christian faith, or just our fuck up or not. Um. Being is kind of for a purpose too. Yeah, there's no being for being's sake. Mm, mm. So if we say ontologically, this is who we are. This is my identity. That has to have kind of a purpose, something yeah. that that mm. compels or impels or propels, kind of an idea that that's got to be expressed somehow. Eh? Mm. It leads to something. It changes something. Yeah, it works outward uh, in some way within for other people. Mm. So I think yeah, I think you know part of going on these retreats is we learn heaps too. Yeah, and I have to say, um, yeah, that really was just a really beautiful corridor, you know, and especially on the eve of our ordination, because you know it's sort of like, like I don't, I can speak for myself, it brought you know it sort of brings you to um, the climax of the actual importance of what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. And so, yeah, so you sort of like, I remember just looking out um, at the clouds while we were just like speaking and, you know, just immersing ourselves in this facado and like the, yeah, it really um, informs you and lets you know about the gravity of what's about to happen tomorrow. And so, yeah, so you sort of all feel that in that moment, you know, from all this corridor about, you know, and it really, yeah, about your calling and about your vocation and, yeah, about who God is calling you to be, and you know that starts it starts the next day. You know, mm. so it's quite amazing, really. Well, that's the why of um, ordination. Mm. Now, what about the how? Yeah, so could I lay hands and um, ordain you, Zane? Um, well, that's like I said before. We have. The, oh, excuse um, me. Oh, sorry. I was just like <laughs> like how I informed before. Um, you know, we have those um, three levels of holy orders, and it's up. Um, you know, that's a thing. Can I nitpick real quick? Yeah. Not levels, eh? Oh, three orders. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Fano. <laughs> Otherwise, if there's three levels, guess which one you're on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tongue slip. Tongue slip, Fano. Um, and yeah, and so that's something that our bishops look after. Kapai. Yeah. yeah. So a part of the ministry of a bishop is to ordain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, how does that then happen? Um, yeah, so that happens in the form of a karakia in form nice, of a liturgy, yep. um, which we did on Saturday. And so, yeah, so pretty much um, the candidates come before the bishop and the bishop, you know, takes part in a tikang karakia where he lays hands, calls upon the spirit to come and empower the ministry. And yeah, so ordination part happens during the laying of the hands. Yeah, it's, um, I was thinking of it at the karakia on Saturday, actually, as I was sort of sitting there watching mm. the organised chaos. And um I thought to myself, it's actually really simple. Yeah. Like if, if you were to strip away everything we do on a normal Sunday, the actual ordination is really, really simple. There's yeah. at m- m- maybe three prayers, yeah. yeah, a song, and that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that, that's that's all that's happening that's in that moment. Yeah. And you can I thought, I remember thinking that's quite beautiful, but also how um how I'm like in in such a small and brief package. Yeah. The entire fuckapapa of our church exists. Yeah. Because yeah. like like Michael was saying, hey, ordination is a type of fuckapapa to us. If we don't and this was another thing we spoke about on the retreat actually. Mm-hmm. Um it was in this regard and the quote it was specifically about priests, but it was uh presbyters exist. For, con- yep. for the congregation, and the congregation exists for presbyters. Like, yeah. we need both sides of yep. that um, whānau in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sort of reflecting on how cool it was that, despite it being probably one of the most important things that we do, ensuring yeah. the whakapapa, the continued whakapapa of our yep. church in a way that we know it now, um, it's also probably one of the simplest things. Like, yeah. w- one person to one person. Yeah. Laying hands and even the prayer symbol. It's like, is it more than yeah. two sentences? Is yeah. it two sentences? I think it maybe just be two sentences. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but yeah. it's um, it's powerful, eh? It is, it's especially powerful. during the um the waiata of inv- invocation. Invocation. Yeah. I have to say, when I was kneeling down, yeah, I felt lots of emotions coming up, That's cool. and I actually had to hold my face together a bit. And, and you wanted to lie down. Well. My dear sister Rihanna was going before me, so I did sit on my feet for just, <laughs> <laughs> just 30 seconds. But um, even I did get back up on my knees. But yeah, I have to say, yeah, it was just the most beautiful, Um, yeah. Lots of emotion, you can definitely feel. I, I think too, like I, I issued quite a weird um, direction just before that. Um, for those of you out there in podcast land and don't know how it works, um, just a bit of an insight. There's a part in the service where you can come up with your whānau yep. and they can support you. But this part that we're talking about now, the ordinal and the actual ordination, mm. we insist that it's done by the candidates alone. Yep. And I think even just the fact that it's just you yeah. adds to the gravity of that moment. Yeah. Like you're there by yourself yeah, and this is the rubber hitting the road. Oh, yes. Um, and it's mm. time for you to make a decision. So certain questions are asked of you from the bishop, what we yep. call the ordinal. And they're, they're sort of they're fundamental Questions really? Mm. Do you believe in the Bible? Do you believe in love? Trinity. Do you commit yourself to study? Do you commit yourself to be a servant? Yeah. All of those sorts of questions, and the culmination of those questions um, is the invocation. Yeah. Uh, when we and when not just the bishop, mm. but all of those gathered, yeah. invoke the Holy Spirit, it's and beautiful. it's the Holy Spirit who does the ordaining. Yeah. Beautiful, awesome. beautiful, beautiful. It is. But in our tradition. Um, a key player in that ordination is the bishop. Yeah, oh, we can't have an ordination without one. Yep. And you had two. Yeah, I know. Blessed to have two. We had our dear um, Koka, um Bishop Waitohiaki come up, yeah. make the trip up, and yeah, so it was fantastic to have you there. Yeah, that was beautiful. And then basically, that's it, eh? Yeah, you stand up. You're given a given your license to drive. <laughs> yeah, you get you get what did what uh, did he call it a tea towel? Yep, a tea your towel wrapped across your your body, and then it's. All right, Deacon, go out in the world. Mainga hei aukonga. Go and change the world. Yeah, go change the world, man. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I love ordinations. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is the one on Saturday. <laughs> Especially. Yeah. I think um, me and God are still in such a, such a honeymoon honeymoon uh, period after that. <laughs> it's really wonderful. You feeling it? Yeah. Is God all good? Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So now you're post that. Hands come off, you stand up, you're given a stole, you're mm-hmm. given the New Testament, and you're given a new title. Yes, and now I'm officially, you know, this is no longer Rev Talk plus Brother Bro. Zane, it's now Rev Talk. Whoa. Stop. Period. Period. <laughs> yeah, so you're yeah. a Rev now. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? Um. Well, what does that mean? Like, yeah. like uh, How many revolutions per... Is it revolution? Revelation? Revolving? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <Sorry>. Revived? <laughs> reverend? Yes. So you're the Reverend Zane Whelan. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Yeah, actually, you know, it's obviously an honorific title that's given to, um, pe- pe- you know, ordained people who carry out this function and, you know, take on this state of being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure where its origins are from. Would any of you know? Reverendissimum Dominum, Dominum Cardinalum Boitiwa. That was the Habemus Papum when Pope John Paul was elected. Yeah. The second. I hear you say it every day. I like it. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, he actually does say it every day. <laughs> I say it every day. Boitiwa. 
I think we talked before eh, about the kind of fuck up up of those titles. Yeah, eh? we have. One thing I've already been un- oh, already <laughs> always been unclear about is who it's referring to. Oh, what so do you is mean? it the person that's worthy to be revered, or a person who does revering? Like with the uh, venerable, is there someone who's worthy of veneration, or do you venerate? Yeah, I don't know. I think. That, that's like the you, fuck up of the kupu, If you take though, it out eh? to kind of like um, oh, the, the parliamentary ones, like um, honourable, right, honourable, you know, and just basically like worshipful for me. So I think it's just more that fuck up of that tradition of titles mm. for these different kind of tūranga. I don't think it means like well, you should be venerated, but and maybe it just means that there are people kind of in this kind of may. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Right reverend, most reverend. Very. Yeah. Mm. Slightly. They're sort of just signifiers of those tūranga, eh? Mm. Mm. Well, they definitely are in practice here now. Yeah, they're, they're like yeah, I, like no one's looking into the Maybe if you go back in kind of, mm. you know, in, in, the, in history, in terms of the points that churches could get to where priests and bishops could, you know, were almost, well, basically they still are in some parts, lords and... Mm. Different um, bishoprics would come with land and yeah, and um, noble titles and things like mm. that. So then they definitely were princes of the church. Yeah, that fucker papa still sits there in different areas of the uh, mm. the global Anglican Church and I guess maybe church in general. Mm. But I think you know, like our understanding and <coughs> our understanding generally isn't. Um, that, that it's about that. Yeah. It's an interesting thing, though. Eh? Like you do do the mahi you're in. Yeah, you know the Reverend Zane Tahawil, and you're going to be viewed a certain way. Uh, some people are going to look down on you in a way, mm. uh, but others are going to kind of uh, offer respect and consider you to be in a, a special position, a privileged position. Look to you for leadership. Mm. Um, consider that your role is a tapu one. Mm. In that you deal with tapu things, um, so in some ways it does kind of tap into all of that fakaro. Um, but it, but again, eh, we like we 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 don't consider ourselves somehow to be yeah. special or somehow better than anyone. Um, and you, and you certainly wouldn't want to try and use your position so you know in a way that kind of exercises power or accrues power to yeah. you. Uh, but it's also kind of about meeting those expectations and respecting, eh? Like, and in some ways, eh, when they mihi to you as a manita, some whanau, yeah, their mihi is to the manita that have gone before you mm. uh, who are amazing in the hahi. Yeah. And in some ways, sometimes the way the way in which you honour that is that you step up, yeah. you know, step into and up to that space and go, yeah. okay, you know, with, with all of my skills and resources, I'm going to do honour and justice. Yeah. To the ministry in front of me, mm. um, but it, but if you, you know, I've I've kind of waxed on that one, but you know, what have you thought about that kind of that fakaro? You know, part of this it's it's a ministry of service, mm. but we also have titles, mm. and we kind of have a uniform, and in some ways we go into certain spaces and we're given privileged, yeah, um, kind of access and um. You know, in a way, like, you know, if I can put it this way, you get to sit at the top table mm. at some things. Is that something you've had to contemplate, think about? Um, well, yeah, it hasn't been something that, you know, I've thought about a, a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, definitely, I, I think, you know, even being in the process for ordination and, you know, just um, being a lay minister for quite a while, you know, you, you sort of get, you know, put in those positions as well, because you know, people see you leading karakia, people see you, you know, um, preaching, you know, doing these sort of functions. So, I sort of, yeah, I sort of felt like I see where we get, you know, treated with some privilege, and you know, especially, mm. especially around like you know, marae or you know, iwi things or you know, various other places. But yeah, but it hasn't been something I've spent a lot of time reflecting on, and yeah, and even titles and stuff is something that, yeah. Um, yeah. Haven't, but definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think it's something that you'll <clears throat> that you'll struggle with, you know, wrestle with at times. 
Yeah. Like at times when you, like people are looking to honor you and put you in a place of honor. Yeah. And you're trying to resist that in a way. Yeah. You know, if you're thinking about your calling, like, oh, you know, I don't want to sort of feel like I'm this and that. Yeah. I have um, to say, um, on the Saturday, when we were put up on the top table there at the yeah. Nation, yeah, I felt very uncomfortable <laughs> sitting there because it was my first time sitting, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It was my first time and I felt like, oh, geez, this is real strange. Um, the funny part is when you sort of maybe get used to it a little and yeah. you don't know that you're expecting it, but you go somewhere and like, oh, well, I don't get to sit at the top table. Yeah, yeah. Kind of working through that, that stuff. Yeah. But no, it definitely felt very unusual and seeing my father, like, I yeah. felt like, oh, I want to go sit, you know, over there with them. But then we were, like, told to come and sit in a certain spot yeah. and, you know, you have all the food in front of you and everything. And I, yeah, so that definitely felt a bit strange. Yeah, because you know, the way I was sitting at a table where I had to go and get my own food. Yeah. And, and I was looking at Zane and thinking, oh, wow. Is he supposed to be a deacon? I know, yeah. I was like, wait, aren't I meant to be the servant? <laughs> I'm just the servant of God. No, you get a free pass for one day. One day, eh? <laughs> okay. The rest of your career as a deacon is... Yeah, that's right. No top tables, brother. That's right. <laughs> but hey, I would gladly go sit out, you know, sit outside with the whānau. That's the one. <laughs> what whānau? I, th- I think it's a Who bit of... outside? <laughs> I think it's a bit of both, eh, in a way. Like, like sometimes you've got to honour and, and, and step up. Yeah. And deliver in a way that Fano are looking to you for certain things. Mm. You know, sometimes you're saying, please kind of lead us in this moment. Please be that minister mm. um, who can bring these certain skills and gifts and cordial and advice and ministry to our Fano. And sometimes, too, you can just judge and, like, actually, I'm going to grab a tea towel and that's me out in the kitchen. Yeah. With the Fano. Mm. Hey, hey, Chris. I totally agree. <laughs> Well, I legit. I think I fell asleep just then. Did you actually? Yeah. I was wondering why I was so quiet to my right. <laughs> Whoa, that was all those uh, early no, mornings. Like, you know what it is? It's like the melodic tones of Michael's voice. Thank you very much. Just takes me away. Uh-huh. Now, okay, just to wake us all up. A sweet refreshing in drink through your nose and out through your mouth. Okay, I'm energised, man. I'm energised. All right. Where do we get up to around ordination? <laughs> I think living up to expectations. Oh, yeah. You never do. Yeah, actually, no. You never quite. <laughs> You're going to fail in some way. Yeah. yeah My well, wife's yeah. father is Tong, and they have very high expectations oh, yes. of priests. And, and straight away, too, you're, you're it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you get kind of honoured mm. um, and things like that. But the challenge is... is yeah, but then you got to perform. Yeah. You know, if you go to any hui, whatever, you got to be ready at the drop of a hat to step up and deliver. Does it happen to you at your at, um, Allah's whānau stuff? Like they'll throw to you for yeah, lots a little or bit. Um, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, they've gotten have to know me a while and they go, oh, maybe he's not a real priest. <laughs> <laughs> you got some Tongan prayers under your belt? No, I don't. Eo tua mafi mafi. No, English, they allowed. You, you probably should have... Yeah, Nala's not actually like onto it, priest and Ifana. Oh, so so you're like your third third <laughs> name on the list, third name on the list. But it, it's actually going like you go into the uh, the islands, um, and the level of respect they give to uh, uh, priests and, mm. and clerics is it's amazing. Ridiculous. Yeah, I think there's sort of there's certain areas where it's ridiculous, but I I kind of honour. Well, it's tikanga. Yeah, I honour um, parts of the tikanga. So everywhere you go, your father. Yeah, and you yeah, might be you might be weird. talking to Komatu, and you're like a young buck. When we went to Tonga yeah. for that hui, I'm yeah. turning up, and Father Sion is there, right? Mm. And he walks out, and he's like, "Father Chris, Father Chris," oh, and I'm like, nice. "Not only a pakeke, but someone I respect." Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, in in doing that, and I was you like, feel like a kid, and they're like, yeah. "You've got well, nannies," and they're going, "Father, yeah. Father," yeah, and like, which is like probably a Catholic thing bringing you kai moving. Same, like, if if you look at a seat they're sitting in, yeah, they'll stand up straight away <laughs> and. And like one one thing I tried on this trip, I was like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. And I stood there, and they stood there too. So <laughs> the seat was empty. And man, I was like, okay. Yeah, in some ways, like not not kind of get used to it in a way, like, oh, this is cool, I can enjoy this. Yeah. But I think in some ways too, in some ways it's more disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I, sound not I, I well, feel like I sound like I'm sort of making this up, but in a way to like, you know, honour honor the respect that's given Mm. And the way you respect that is that you make sure you know your stuff yeah. and you're ready and you're prepared. Yeah, yeah, so they throw to you and you're up. And you know, you know, but whatever ministry that needs to happen, mm. you know, you you you're there for it and you can deliver 
um, to a high level, you know, honor honor that. Yeah. Because when they when the the community kind of needs that most, you know, I remember you're we there went to a shop in Tonga, <laughs> and it was my first time in Tonga, so I didn't yeah. really know how shops were. Were you in the collar? I didn't have a collar on. Oh. No, I was, bro, it was Tonga. It's Tonga, it was hot. Oh. <laughs> um, went to a shop and I was um, experiencing some um, gastro distress. Oh also. yeah. So I was like, "Is there a toilet here?" And they're like, "No, there's no toilet." And Arlo overheard. Yeah. And she came in and she went straight to the person. And all I heard her say was like in Tongan. So she was talking in Tongan. And then she said "five girl" and pointed at me. And I was like, and that person was like, "Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes." yes. <laughs> and like, like led me to the toilet and yeah. waited outside, which well. is not what I wanted when <laughs> yeah. what needed to happen needed to happen. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I think the thing is, they like they like. I don't know a lot of, like, just speaking from our point of view, like yeah. our Māori culture and tikanga around this sort of stuff, I think it's less about the person, eh, and more about what yeah, you the represent, office. like your office that you hold, because um, it's it's that across the board, eh? Mm. Any priest could be dropped in, in the middle of, of a hui or, or a poor or something. And it's kind of like honour the office, yeah. you know, be be a good deacon, yeah. be a good priest. Mihing to the whakapapa, mm. yeah. which is pretty cool. But yeah, man, if they then throw to you and <laughs> yeah, no, no. it sounds weird. Eh? Not like just being ready to perf- to like oh. outwardly perform, but but make sure that you put the work in so that you, that you can honor. minister well. Mm. And in a way, that kind of that it sort of um, elevates. That's you helping to elevate your ministry and what you do with the community. It's the community kind of elevating. Yep. Well, I was going to fall into the same trip, elevating you. Yeah, no, it's not. But you know, like the office, um, you know, what what you represent. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's but you. I, uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, pursue ordination if you were just interested in being fucking weed. Well, in the Māori church, you'll get sorted out very quickly. Very quickly. They can smell it a mile away. The, <laughs> well, and there's not a lot of glory waiting no, uh, no, 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 no. on the other side of the collar. No, not at all, man. Uh, because there's uh, zero paid ministers. <laughs> zero paid ministers. And te hai Māori. No thank yous. And people don't even koha anymore. Yeah, Zane. We do it for Aroha. Didn't even give us a koha, bro. All that <laughs> mahi we put into your donation. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. When everyone was saying don't do it, and we just pushed you through anyway. Yeah. What? We, we had to call in some favours, bro. <laughs> call in favours for what? To get you ordained. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> No one else could see it, brother. Yeah, no, right? Don't I like serve you guys every day? <laughs> yeah, well, that's how you got through. You steal my park every day. Oh my gosh! <laughs> While I'm driving the Vineyard Watch Deacon, or does he ever park? No, no. I, I thought I said to you, don't please don't park in Christmas. Yeah, park. you're like parking the archbishops. Oh, is that what you normally say when when the archbishop comes in? Well, oh no, Michael told me. No, I never <laughs> man, our, our hazing game is weak, eh? It's just parks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was honestly, Zane, it was awesome to be there, awesome to see you ordained. Mm. Um, and a really awesome cohort that came through with you yeah. as well. Eh? Our sister, Ruihana, um, Koka Harata, mm-hmm. uh, Chan, Stafanoka. Yeah. Um, and our Papa Hone, oh, who celebrated yes. his first Eucharist yesterday, and we were all there Present. with him up at Whangara. Mm-hmm. And you led for the first time as the Reverend yeah. Zane Whelan. And it was awesome. Yeah. Feels natural. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you can't even remember a time when you weren't all day in day, bro. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I really love this top table. Is there going to be yeah. more? Yeah. yeah you should set up a top table at your house. And you and, you and Barbie just sit at it every yeah, meal. Yeah, and um, Grace will sit. <laughs> Jokes, oh, well, Do you have any, like, um, any goals, any hopes for this next part of your ministry, things you're going to work on, or, or anything that's – what's in your mind at the moment is, is a newly minted mm. – um, Deacon and Tairawhiti, brother. Yeah, well, definitely. You know, I have lots of, um, you know, great hopes and aspirations for our hahi and for our whānau here in Tūranga Whangara. So, yeah, my hopes are over the, you know, my time as a deacon that, yeah, I'll be able to serve our whānau, you know, be able to build and hopefully um, in some way minister to our community more, you know, by reaching more of our whānau and sharing this good news. So, yeah, so it's definitely one of the things I really want to really I'm looking forward to doing and also yeah I want to um yeah just work on yeah actually reaching the community and actually going and being a part of the community a bit more killed I just probably think yeah definitely need to work it's on it's a mean for Carl bro mm. yeah. and, a, and a real you know that hits at the heart 
mm. of what it means to be called to be a, a deacon in our community. So God bless you, brother. Kia ora. And one day you'll be able to say that back to me. We do notes uh, to each other and send them in Messenger before we do um, our podcast whānau, mm. we see behind the curtain. And the all that says in the title for this segment of the podcast is three favourite liturgical dot dot dot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. I think we're still figuring out what we're going to call it. Well, it's a new segment. Liturgical ellipse. Well, it's three favourite things. Liturgical lapses. Liturgical oh. laps. I was going to go with karakia cock-ups, but that yeah. still works though. It does, but um, we might need to do some One's in Māori, one's in English. Wow. (laughs) 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 So, but basically, like, are these our three favourite ones or the three ones? No, I think it's just just the three ones we see a lot. We can come up with. Liturgical lapses. Man, you're such a wordsmith, Michael. Thanks, bro. (laughs) I feel like that was damned by faint praise, but. (laughs) Um, You should take a photo of him and then just messenger it to him. Unsolicited. <laughs> I'm not sure that's. You want to lead us off? You want to lead us off? Lead us off. Lead us off. I'll lead us off. Liturgical lapses. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is one that we see a little bit. Um, standing mm. for the Lord's prayer. Oh, it happens all the time. It, well, it's happening more and more. It's because yeah. no one goes recently. To it happens right. at Tangies. Yeah. All the time at Tangies. Generally, yeah. So the Lord's Prayer is something that generally is still out in the community, yeah. you know, whether you go to church or not. Most people kind of know. Yeah. We've got a beautiful sung version of it, eh? Oh. Our Māori tunes. Yes. That's Bishop Brown. And who else? Came um, up with the, the, the rangi? Huya. Huya. Oh, yeah. BT. Mm. And I think, like, Niall was there on the guitar. Yeah. It was done for Hukarere. Yeah. Um, but the story is because everyone thinks Wakahuya. They performed, it, but they it performed nationally it first. first. Yeah. yeah. At a Matatini or whatever yeah. it was called then. They got in touch with Hukarere and said, oh, can we, can yeah. we do it this yeah. year? And well, so we also know, it. like, the, what is it, APRA? Yeah. The yeah, royalties come to Bishop Brown. Yeah. 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 Wow. Which is interesting. But yeah, they came up with that rangi, which yeah. is amazing, eh? That's so cool. Uh, for our, the, the Lord's Prayer in Māori. Standing for the Lord's Prayer. So are you, are you pro-stand or anti-stand? Anti. Anti. Oh, just, mm. just clarification. We we sit or kneel to pray. Yeah. Amen. And the Lord's Prayer is a prayer. Is a prayer. <laughs> prayer. <laughs> well, I think you'll find that the New Zealand Prayer Book says that there are many different um, poses for prayer, mm. but you should be consistent. Yes. Yeah, and we consistently. So sit this leads for the me Lord's into prayer. a lapse that I don't like. Oh, okay. Uh, that's when, it, for some reason, it became quite common. I, I think this is peculiar to the Māori Church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you would stand for the first half of the Great Thanksgiving oh, and, and, then and then sit, then sit. For the second. Yeah. Now that's because you get tired. I'm after a fan a while. of everyone sitting down for the whole thing. But yeah. the prayer book says if you stand, stand. Yeah. If you kneel, kneel. If you sit, sit. Oh, for yeah. the entirety. But yeah. You shouldn't be. So that there's there's a difference between. The Great Thanksgiving and the peace. So the yeah. peace. What's the Great so Thanksgiving again? The Great Thanksgiving. That's, that's the bit. That's all the magical words. So it's like communion yeah. on a Sunday. <laughs> <That> turns, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That turns um, the bread and wine yeah. into um, slightly holier bread and wine. Yeah. Oh. Which I noticed something yesterday at Karakia, If you'll indulge me for one moment. Yes. Um, the presiding priest, who shall remain nameless. Yeah. You just um, named early in the podcast, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Um, forgot to tell people to stand for the peace. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Who stood up? Who? Oh, yes. I saw Venerable Michael. And then when he stood up, it was like, we're, 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 we're a herd people, eh? Yeah. People started standing up. I thought, how disrespectful. People follow the leader. How disrespectful. You're not the person. I'm, I'm consistent. <laughs> yeah. You're like our, what was his name? Our Papa in Kwekwe. Everyone's, oh, everyone's using the New Zealand Rama prayer book. Po? Yeah, everyone's using the New Zealand prayer book. He's still in the Rauri, so he's sitting. Yeah. Everyone's standing. He's standing, everyone's sitting. But I admit you to that. Yeah. Commitment. Anyway, oh, your yeah. turn. Um, yeah, well, Fano, I guess this is a plunder that I... I a plunder? A blunder? Blunder. blunder. I like double T. <laughs> <laughs> a blunder. This is a blunder that has occurred several times when I've been on Karakia. And is, you, from you? No, just one time. Um, yeah, and that's when, um, you know, you sing a hymn, a hymn there that is Flat. for the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for night prayer. Oh wow, in the evening. Yep, that's right. And this hymn was hymn number oh. one, which has very specific language about waking up <laughs> and rising in the morning. Oh, yeah. It's and metaphoric. You sang it at night. Um, yeah, but luckily my, my sister who was with me and who started the song <laughs> said, don't oh, worry, brother, it's metaphorical. Man, yeah. we're taking the opportunity to put the boot, aren't we? 
<laughs> Metaphorical. Yeah, so don't sing... Um, yeah, but you know what? That's always a good thing, you know. If you do sing a morning song for Night Prayer, you know, try and sing Were it. you live streaming this? Yeah, that's so right. So it was morning somewhere. Oh, that's... And I think, did I say that to my sister? No, <laughs> I didn't. No, I, that's I think right. you yelled at her and <laughs> berated her for singing her no, morning. No, actually, it, was, uh, it wasn't until um, Michael sort of brought it up that we sort of realised. Because, you know, you sort of sing a song and you don't listen to the lyrics. You don't do that. I, I, do I, think I like that hymn though, so I sang along. Yeah. I don't like that tune. Oh, yeah, sorry. What's the, what's the other tune? Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Oh, anyway, yeah, that morning hymn. Mm. So, yeah, don't, you know, don't sing. Okay, my, my liturgical, lapsadaisical plunder. Yeah. Uh, two left, use them wisely. I can barely think of one. <laughs> but I'm going to go with, uh, actually, this is something that, uh, were, were we both present for this? But we had a, a fellow priest uh, in Tenorta was leading karakia. It might have been at a tangihanga, and they were reading a collect. And they thought, man, I'm going to innovate. I'm going to innovate this prayer. Yeah. I'm going to use my own words, which I'm going to say that's a liturgical lapse. Yeah. When you Ooh. think you can innovate, um, you know, just read the kupu that are there. Read the rubrics well, as well. Also, written in 1662. <laughs> you're not improving it, bro. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to change it, do it somewhere else, not on the fly. Yeah. Almost 500 years and you think you can but improve. He was, <laughs> he was reading the collect in Māori and he thought, oh, hika, that word doesn't apply here. I'm oh going to change gosh. it. And the word was utter. And he thought, it's not the morning. It's the afternoon. I'm going to change it for ahi ahi. And the line was, Mate ata noho. And so he said, Mate ahi ahi noho. Not wrong. <laughs> so the it actual, was tangy, the actual was tangy, ata yeah. was carefully or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ata noho. Yeah. So ahi sitting. Ahi but he went through evening sitting. Mm. <laughs> evening sit. Sits in the evening. Oh, that's. Kohonu, eh? Oh, no. Maybe that's it. We just don't have the maramatanga. Yeah. Maybe we just went That's a different hahi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my liturgical pet peeve. And I'm not I'm not thinking. Oh, now they're just pet peeves. Yep. I'm not thinking of anyone when I say this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But um, we have a certain way of robing in this church. Mm-hmm. And certain things that go together and certain things that don't. Is this liturgical? This sounds like a vestment. That's liturgy. Faux pas. Yeah. Same, same, mate. Eh? Yeah. So like on Saturday, for example, yeah, I wore a cassock. At, at like a special oh karakia? My gosh. I wore a cassock and an alb. So this is not just any old, no, it's an any old Sunday karakia. It's, it's a super important, like the, one of the most important days of your life. You're changed ontologically. Wow. Man. So and you'd think that you'd take that super seriously. I, I, I would think. that it, This would be like turning up to your wedding. Shorts and a t-shirt. What the unless, unless that was actually what you were meant to wear. Yeah, but and if it, if it wasn't, then black tie tails. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, yeah, just general, specifically speaking, yes. not not a fan of people wearing cassocks with cassock elves. Now, generally no, speaking, no one knows what gen, that means. Gen, generally speaking, I'm not a fan of people who don't dress properly. Oh, okay. So that's the real pet peeve. Can I just say, um, in my defence, <laughs> I didn't name names. Can I just say, in my defence, um, I wear a cassock every day, and underneath my cassock, I wear shorts. And I was like, if I take this cassock off, I'm gonna wear an clergy shirt with shorts <laughs> under an alb. It doesn't look good. Why did you think about that when you got dressed? That because morning? I knew it was gonna be hot. <laughs> So it's cool we're in a cassock. And I looked at the pictures and it looked really good, actually. It did not look. How did you see? You couldn't even see the cassock. Your cassock's like 12 times longer than your <laughs> Could you see it? Yes. All right. Yeah, but you know what it. would have solved all that? What? If you were wearing a Dalmanic. Yes. Work out it's right. So well, that brings me to my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. I was just teasing my dear brother Zane. Uh, you look good. Oh, no, no one knew what was going on. But but one of my pet peeves is what we call cross dressing. Yeah, which is when don't you wear like choir dress with um, vestments incorrectly. Yeah, you see, you might wear a like, tippet with an alb or something, or an academic hood with a stole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fine. I guess. Well, I'm just not too. Well, we you sound know. quite full on conservative, eh? Not really. Yeah, my pet peeve is uh, 
something really. Oh, I, wonder, I also wonder if it doesn't it doesn't make for a very good um, listening experience. We like <laughs> the twenty minutes we're just talking about what annoys us. <laughs> yeah, we should also add what no, people, are people, okay. are people, like, people are learning. The people are learning. This is this is our is this our last round or do you have one more? I've got one more after okay. this. All right. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't have one on top of my head. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just I, I think you know when people are leading liturgy, we should have confidence and know what to do. Is this a liturgical <laughs> lapse? You're just Ooh. running people down no. now. <laughs> so and. Um, I lead on Saturday. Oh yeah, you preached. Yeah, no, you didn't. Oh, oh, you preached. Oh, sorry. Were you there? <laughs> I thought you were about Sunday. And no, so it doesn't dig at anyone here. But you know, this. But it is a dig at someone. No, no. I'm just saying it's a liturgical lapse. You know, lapse oh. of knowledge. <laughs> a lapse of knowledge. You know, like I've seen this one time. You know, yeah, like. I've seen this one time. Reading okay. the gospel at the back of the church yeah. and then walking down slowly one oh, time. Okay, so not really knowing the tikanga. Yeah, not knowing the tikanga. So, and you know, you see that quite often throughout like um, karakia, people trying to. Whose fault in. is that though? Um, that's actually a good question. I'm not too sure. Probably their teachers. I think the the interesting thing yeah. with that is um, that that's a that's a lapse or that's an issue because that gets in the way of people's worship yeah. when the lead doesn't know what they're doing or if they're not confident. Yeah. And, and that's sort more of, of an issue than just annoying Chris, Zane or Michael. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're a barrier to people's worship, eh? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so you try to do tikanga that fills in, you know, because yeah. you think this is how you do it. Yeah, so I think that's a... I think, yeah, maybe even just to extend on that, like, it's... Uh, and we, we see this sometimes, like, people see something and they think... Mm-mm. Well, I'm not sure exactly what they see, but they think, oh, that's cool. I'll try something like that out. Yeah. Um, without checking uh, in with me or Chris first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in thinking through, like, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Is yeah. this part of the way we do things? Yeah. You know, because you, you can do things a little differently, uh, move, you know, Sometimes, move around and yeah. then. Um, but, you know, what, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. And is it actually going to confuse people? Is it going to distract from the karakia or mm. and to be honest if it is kind of an innovation that <coughs> that um that actually elevates yeah. the yeah. experience in the karakia oh, and makes beautiful. sense yeah. then I'd be sitting there thinking oh that, you know that's cool let's explore that mm. but sometimes people just do things because they've seen it and they think oh that you know let's give that let's a go let's try to do it yeah alright for our last round shall we do um liturgical loveliness oh what you like yeah Something oh, wow. you've seen someone do that you like. Yeah. So we've, got to, we've got to flick it back to like nice and eerie. Nice and eerie. Yeah. yeah. We're sort of like yeah. we're we got, focusing we're, in on you we know, were feeding the, the black dog. dog eh? Yeah. We need to feed the um, polar bear. <laughs> what? Bear? You know the <laughs> the the white one. Oh yeah. Wow. That sounds. But that's uh, racist. Racist. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, black is bad and white is black good. is beautiful. Mm. So let's. So, but, but I'm interested to know that in your inside Zane. <laughs> There's the evil <laughs> part is the black dog, and the, the good part is the polar bear. Something to give you a hug, you know, I don't know. Polar bear? <laughs> yeah, but you know, obviously a cartoon one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go um, on, Armadier. What do I like? <laughs> Golden compass Armadier. <laughs> I think, man, we'll be looking for heaps, like, you know, one of. Yeah. There'll be a, a bunch of different things that you kind of want to see, but I'll, I'll start with, um, I guess I love, you know, for our high in our context, I love the real. Mm-hmm. I love when someone kind of, um, kind of commits to that. Mm. I'm not even. I don't even want to be down on people who might be still, you know, you might not be a native speaker of the deal. Mm. Um, but in terms of the liturgy, you've sat with it. You've gotten that rhythm. Even better for me, you know, I like good chanting. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a great rangi, mm. and I think those things, eh, if you can lead with confidence. Um, you know, just be sure of uh, what you're moving through, know your part. Um, but, you know, I love the kind of flow of that. Mm. So, you know, that, that's one one part of karakia I can mihi to Kilda. and point to and say, you know, I love I love to see that. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd agree um, with everything Michael said, but I'd also, um, sort of the thing that I love about liturgy um, is its power to unite people. Mm. So, like, within the liturgy, we don't need to bring our own... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Our own words or our own intellect to bear on what's happening. Yeah. You can, that's well, fine. Your, your but kind of greatest hits of like, yeah, everything mm. I like. Yeah, it's 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 there for you and it's done in community. 
Um, and because of that, it brings communities together. Yeah. It creates communities when liturgy is mm. done really, really well. Yeah. And and because of that, it has the power to move communities in whānau, um through life's highs yeah. um, and life's lows as well, you know, tangihanga, thing mm. like that. You can move through that um, when you come together to worship, to lament, yeah. uh, mm. to praise um, as the people of God. And liturgy frameworks all of that. Yeah. Even if you're not using the specific words that are in the liturgy, yeah. the idea of a liturgical expression, mm. um, a unified liturgical expression mm. that can sort of go across real culture, all of those sorts of things really... Um, Yes, it's what I love about about the liturgy. Like, no matter what language you're sitting there witnessing the Eucharist in, yeah, um, it it does something, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, I'd even add to that. Well, no, just an observation we find, eh? Like when we minister with a Fano who uh, have some familiarity with Karakia, um, just you know, that's a lot. <coughs> maybe obviously, that's a lot easier for us. Mm-hmm. Because they can look in more, but in some ways we notice too and can see immediately that it's easier for them. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when yeah. they have familiarity with the tikanga, that like everything you explain mm. does all those things. They can kind of lean into that tikanga, uh, yep. maybe around tangihanga and things like that, or even mm. around celebrations. And it just, you know, whatever kind of we need the karakia, uh, we're looking to it for to do for us. Mm. Uh, it can achieve that much more easily mm. because that kind of that's already present within yep. the whānau. Mm. Yep. So tangianga, yeah, 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 people just lock in, and and we just find like, oh, hika, you know, we can move through whatever it is, eh, the, the kind of the saddest moment, um, but we find that easy. Or even in times of celebration, eh, people just lock together, and we can elevate mm. that moment. And sometimes it's not even just karakia, but even like tikanga. Yep. So that's good being around. Uh, oftentimes Māori whānau who uh, kind of a really locked into that, but and even other whakaponoi, other yeah. hahi, if you just have that practice within your life, mm. Mm. yeah. What about you, Zane? Oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Well, my one of my favorite things, um, you know, to do of karakia and now, you know, I'll take and karakia liturgy. Um, is preaching. I love yeah. a really beautiful koho, a powerful koho, because you know, I find you know that's a that's a part. You know, along with the liturgy, you know, liturgy is just constant nourishment. But I have to say, um. Yeah, the sermon definitely is a wellspring of inspiration, a wellspring of empowerment. And so, yeah, so one thing I really love in the karakia is hearing, yeah, a beautiful sermon that, you know, conveys God's love, that conveys God's word, God's hope, God's peace. And so, yeah, definitely the sermon's um, my my absolute favourite part of um Karakia, and I have and to say, yeah, and you've gotten used to hearing beautiful sermons being around us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have to, um, then Mike and <laughs> Rev Ken and Chris are some of my favorite preachers, and I'm blessed to hear Ken and Chris preach, you know, at least twice a week. <laughs> and so, that's definitely that a wellspring. <laughs> no, absolutely. I have to say, and you know, all our whānau know, um, other sermons I preach about laboratory tests on animals, your favorite one last night. Had a very hopeful end. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Kia ora koutou, Rev Talk to me, Nutty Podcast. Nei rā te mihi kia koutou, uh, e te whanau ko tū honomai ki tēnei puno a pāhoi ki anei ko Rev Talk, the Mihi Nutty Podcast. Any last words, my brethren? Um, just a shout out to a whanau, thank you for watching. Uh, for not watching... <laughs> Sorry. Watching with your ears. <laughs> I'm getting online karakia mixed up with <laughs> talk. Thank you all for listening. Well, do you autopilot today. online karakia? No, but you know, you, you <laughs> phrases, they get locked in. Yeah, yeah but yeah, thank you, Vano, for um, with joining with us and mm. yeah, listening. Yeah, not Dato. Uh, and just, you know, uh, congrats to you again, Zane. Mm. It's kind of, it's a special, we've, we've experienced it uh, in our own kind of different ways in our own time. Um, and we can un- we understand kind of how um, kind of a special a feeling that is, and mm-hmm. and also just the journey too. Uh, you mm. know, day one, day two, but yeah, moving through yeah. it and understanding and kind mm. of growing and deepening your understanding of it more, um, and becoming more and more servant and all of those things. Mm. So just look, you know, it's a privilege for us to share in that with you and to be. Um, part of your journey and for you to and to have you as part of ours and everyone else that was uh, commissioned as well. We had two kaikaraki were commissioned and everyone else that was ordained deacon and priest. I find that a real privilege 
through all of our busyness and we kind of tend to stress a little bit about, you know, is the karakia going all right? What's coming up next? Doesn't that so-and-so know their part? Oh, there's so-and-so again, uh, make a mistake, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but that moment when you get to see, be present uh, when someone's ordained and in a way kind of up, you know, because we get sort of access because we're part of the karakia to mm. be up close mm. and witness that, I always find that quite, that's hugely moving for yeah. me. So yeah, it was cool to be a part of that. But yeah, blessings. Yeah, total. God bless you, brother. Mm. Well, I look forward to sharing um, the next period of ministry with you and continuing a journey on and maybe responding to God's call one day um, to the priesthood, mm. uh, which again is he taumata no tera, even though these are not different taumata. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Amen. Amen. Amen.